Welcome to the Ralph Moore Podcast. Gain a leadership advantage as Ralph pulls wisdom from his bag of over 50 years experience in planting and leading multiplying churches. Our goal is to help you live as a leader you'd want to follow. You'll learn about making disciples and planting churches, but beyond that, you'll gain practical wisdom about subjects like how to manage your team, handling difficult people, pulling a congregation off a growth plateau, and even money management. I really want people to pay attention to you. So go ahead and give it to us both barrels. Yeah. And so with that being said, Ralph, you know, so that's one of the reasons why um, you develop them and see, they begin to define their call, their purpose, even before they come home and they're already on fire. And so when you got these guys who now understand um, their calling purpose, even before they come home, they're like running out the door. You know, they're not even walking. They're running out because now they're ready to go into purpose. Okay. They're ready to now to say connect. Once a guy comes home, they have to call us within 48 hours of release, just like probation and parole. That first 48 is crucial. Why? Statistics show if they don't have a support system in their life in the first 48, they're likely to go back. And so this is one of the reasons why probation and parole have them. To, they have to contact them immediately. Well, we're doing the same thing. And so and once they call immediately, we get them into our post release side of what we do. We put a mentor with them. We're not trying to prepare guys for society. No, we're going to walk it out with them in society. And that's one of the reasons why our recidivism numbers are so low is because why we're intentional for accountability. So we're putting someone that's going to grab their hand and walk it out with them now. Okay. Just another form of discipleship. That's all. We're just putting a mentor with them. Okay. So, so now we're moving them through the process. They are already now, now I'm, I'm transitioning because one of the things I identified you know, with the whole spiritual aspects is a lot of times we got to get them to the root cause in the natural and then the, the spiritual part will open up. So that's where Fathers on the Move comes in at because we're having guys to deal with their issues. If a man never deals with his issues, you better believe his issues going to deal with him. And so this is why we have them to write it out. Write the vision and make it plain. Okay, we want to identify why you keep coming back to prison. What's your problem? So we have them to write it out, and then we have them to write their goals out. Okay, what is it that you say you want to do? What is it that you say you want to do and be? And we hold them accountable to that. They sign it, we sign it, and then we say from this day forward, we're going to grab your hand and we're not letting that go. Only way that can break that bond is for you to let it go. And so we then walk them through a process. Okay. Once they come home, they immediately go right into our, our post-release part where now they can become certified mentors, okay? So that's another thing we're doing. Who yet better to go back and deal with the population, especially with our juvenile situation we got going on out here across America, is the guys that's been there and done that. That's why I say to, to all you out there who are leading ministries, these are your persons of peace right here, Okay. And so now we're taking it. So now we take them through the second part and they become certified mentors according to their record because everybody can't be a, a mentor, or, you know, if their record forbids that, forbids that they can't be a mentor. So so then we we uh, have them to be a certified mentor. 
now that positions us to now go into the school system. Okay. All right. So we're taking it to another level. All right. And so from that point, we begin to show them where now these men said, well, now I want to leave a location in the city that I'm going back to. All right. So here's another thing that's happening. Not only are these guys identifying as level two leaders who are going to go back and start a Fathers on the Move in their city, but also these guys also are going to be the ones that's planting churches, all right, or micro church. Why? I call them brothers and sisters. They go together, right? So the Fathers on the Move deals with the whole man. Then the spiritual aspects of the ministry comes in place. And then guess what? You got like a, a, a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich putting it together, all right? <laughs> Okay, because they go from one and then they go right into the next. All right. That's why we have Muslims coming in our class where we have Buddhists. We have all these different uh, religious sets coming into our class. And, and we're in the federal as well as state prison. We are federally certified programming. And um, and so now you, you got Muslims graduating from our class who are now asking questions about, you know, taking, you know, this whole Christianity. Thing. So now they're starting to ask questions. Okay, because why? They're seeing something different. I never forget our first Muslim that graduated from Fathers on the Moon. And each graduate has a three-minute speech. He has to get up and, and drop it. And he said this. He said for the first time in his Muslim life, he was able to sit down and get along with Christians. Wow. And all those administrative people was in there to the point it took me all the way to Capitol Hill that I ended up going to speak to Congress about uh, prison reform and mentorship. And then they took me to uh, deal, uh, BOP headquarters, which is the Bureau of Prisons uh, headquarters in D.C. as well, to speak to them, how are we doing this? And our classes were averaging 125 men, a class. And remember, this is not a voluntary, this is a non-voluntary class. And they wanted to understand, how are you doing this? Well, here's how we look at it. Our leaders, we live, love, and walk like Christ. We live, love, and walk like him while walking it out with others. Okay, so this is almost like our little definition of discipleship, okay, and showing others to do the same, okay? And so why? Because we're loving on these guys, and then we're showing them something different. We're showing them how to cope, how to get along together, how to sit down and reason, okay? We're, we're attacking their issues, their uh, relationship issues, all those things we tackle week after week. And so by that time, we get back to the eighth week, and we do have a graduation, by the way, because men need to be celebrated, Ralph. Yeah. We celebrate the men with a graduation, all right? And in the graduation, now, here's, here's that shift that takes place. We have law enforcement to come to our graduations. What wow. are you saying? The sheriff, the police chief. Oh, we even have the U.S. attorney, who also promotes our program, comes to the graduations, inside the prisons, Ralph. Now, that's crazy. See, oh, wow. we're trying to change the game to show these guys that law enforcement is not your enemy, yeah. you know? And, and so we're trying to show them something different to let them know, hey, look, these, these officers are showing you they might have been on the front end, but look, they're showing you we support you on the back end. We believe everybody can change. And so that's where now we bring the law enforcement piece in what we do. My office is actually in the police substation. Wow. So, so, and you know, and, and only God can do that. Our chief, we joke a lot of time. He said, you're the only guy I know that go from the back seat to the front seat <laughs> <laughs> where, where the chief come pick me up. You know what I'm saying? And we go to meetings, we go together. Um, 
Um, and now I have a badge. <laughs> I got my own badge to go in out of police headquarters. I mean, only God can do that. Only Jesus can pull that off. But we're showing them something different. And, and who yet better than that we need to work with is law enforcement. Okay. We can help each other. So, so now one of the things we teach our guys is that here's one of the things we don't have to worry about is overhead. So we're having to do this thing. We need space. So guess what, Ralph? We're getting free spaces by who? By the government. Praise the Lord. To me, and there's no overhead. Why? They see the work we're doing. Mentorship. And so they don't bother us. They give us these free spaces. And this is something that now we incorporate nationally. Because why? Three people we meet when we go into a city. Chief of police, the sheriff, and the mayor. We want them to be on our team. And by the time we have our first meeting together, I love to hear those beautiful words at the end. How can we help? I'm glad you asked. And so this is how we get our spaces because they see the work that we're doing. Okay. And they give us free spaces to meet at. So now what we don't have an overhead like that across the spectrum so that we can do what we do best. And that's going to save lives and to reach the men. Then we go on. And we take them to the process now. They graduate level two. These guys are already starting groups. We have a residency program now where we have resident leaders who are in there. They're already gathering. They got groups they're gathering. And, and then we're mobilized. COVID taught us to, to strategically mobilize. Okay. And, and that's what we're doing now. The prisons are opening back up now. And now we're, we're, we're going and we're sending our teams. Okay. Um, we got outreach teams now so that we're actually this summer, we're going to put tents up. We're going to put a tent up and each where we plant in it, we're going to send a tent in and we're going to help solidify or strengthen that local plant by doing tent revivals. Okay. Wow. Because people are more apt to be out. And now with revival breaking out across the spectrum, you know, this is a good time, you know, and coming back from exponential lost cause, you know, evangelism that was like right on the money for us, because this is now where we are and where we're trying to go. And so now we had our first encounter going back into that prison that we, uh, the federal prison that is, I like to say, God gave us our first mega church, 5,000 inmates. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and we went in two, three weeks ago for the first time since COVID. And, and we had 80 men to show up the first night and we were competing with the NBA all-star game. Okay. Wow. And 80 showed up for the first time since COVID. And uh, and to see that ministry has now evolved and, and has grown now. Uh, when we left in 19, uh, COVID hit, we had just gave out 100 discipleship books. Okay. 100 discipleship books we gave out. And now it has multiplied. Okay. And so now we're going to do some concerts in there coming up. We're preparing for um, and, and we're just going to mobilize and see on the federal, these guys are going back all across the country. So that's how we now go national. So now you got missionaries. Yep. Everyday missionaries. We're sending them out across the country now. And anybody can do this. And, and now we're taking it to another level. And a lot of pastors need to hear this. One of the best places for your ministry to, to excel right in your own community is your local jail. The local jail is one of the most under-resourced facilities because why? Every Most things are centered around the prisons, but you got people who are not going to prison 
who maybe get on probation or or they might have to serve time just for maybe a few months or something, and they're coming home. That's one of the things right in our backyards. I did a, a, a geographical record and showed all our pastors in Pennsylvania because that's where the heart of our churches are in uh, the Eastern region and showed them all the jails that were right near some of our churches. And I said, here's a ministry that's so open and these sheriffs are like, yes, come in. We invite the church to come in, okay? And so that's where we now can and go in with a whole different mindset our sheriff, we just built in our county a brand new state of art jail. You know, one of the first things he did, he put a baptism pool because he's a man of God. So now we can baptize um, in, in the jailhouse. So, um, so, 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 so I think I'm a, that I, I'm a pastor and I'm listening to you talk, and my head is spinning. Uh, I, I, it's like, what? Well, well, he's doing a class in prison. I don't understand that. Need to know what that's all about. Um, he, he says he's planted, uh, churches, micro churches outside. I wonder how many of them there are. Uh, now he's, he, he's telling me uh, fantastic things that are going on, even at a federal level. Uh, that's scary. That's just way above me, but he just said city jail. And, and it's like, oh, I can do that, but I don't know how. So tell me about the classes. Tell me about the scope of the microchurches across the, the thing. And then right. tell me how, what, what should I do? And just give me real clearly, give me step, step, step. If, if you want to go to city jail, you need to do not, not only here's how to approach them and all that, because I need, I need that because right. I'm scared of going and talking to these people. But the other thing I need is uh, ministry wise, what, where do I start? What, what kind of stuff do I do? To, to to get to the point where, um, you know, so just walk right. me through all this stuff. Start with the, the okay. training, then the scope, then the, then the city right. jail. Right, right. Well, the first thing is dude, you got to identify the people in your ministry that wants to do this, okay? That's the first step. Identify the group because you'd be surprised at the people that do want to do this type of ministry. Um, and, and then... Next step is to, to, to come in and we can train. We can show the ministries how to, to train individuals, to show them how to carry themselves once they go in. And, and from that point, then it's basically the thing, very things you've learned at your own local church. Now you just a conduit to take those things inside and begin to set things up. Now here's how we do things. Here's, here's how we saw. Uh, we don't hit them with Jesus first. Okay, we want to develop relationships first. We want them, I want to know you, and you want to, you know, let us know who we are so we can establish that. Okay. Then the next thing we do, well, what's going on with you? So so we call it the three L's. First thing we do, we listen. That's one of the biggest problems we have. We don't listen. We got to go in and we listen to them. Okay. Because when you listen, the next L is learn. We're going to learn how to further take them down this road because why? They're going to tell you. And then the last L, which is life. Now I can better understand how to do life with this individual because now I've listened to them. Now I've learned from them. And so now we can identify what his issues. Um, um, he's, he's still angry because daddy left when he was 10 years old. Hmm. See, yeah. And we, and we identify those things. 
he he's upset because he was molested and and that's why he has the issues that he have because he has not confronted that thing that he's been wrestling with for 20 20 years now as an adult and so what we do we got to create an atmosphere where a man can feel free to let out that's that's our that's our one of our secret sauces we got to create an atmosphere where a man can let out because me, most men are bad communicators, okay? We, we keep stuff in. We keep walls up. We, we keep our mask on. And we showing these guys, drop the wall, take the mask off, and just be you. Let it out. And what happens, Ralph, when we set that type of atmosphere up, for you know it, that man is now bawling like a little baby. And then the next thing happens, it goes around the whole room. You got a bunch of men in there crying like big teddy bears, okay? Why they're getting breakthrough. So we got we got to we got to come in with a different plan of not just coming in with Jesus, Jesus. No, we got to listen. We got to learn, and then we're going to better know how to do life and carry these men because now they feel like now they can open up. You got men that are angry because the, the child, the mother of their child is keeping the child away from them. Okay. So I said, all this stuff comes out and that's where we see our breakthrough because now these men are releasing. They're releasing stuff. They've been walking around. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and check his blog at ralphmore.net.